whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Raleigh, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. So hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. This week, we have one of my favorite influencers, Brooke Michio, and her mom, Adina. Um, and we are so excited to have our first mother-daughter duo. Yes, first time ever. When we started the podcast and the concept of Ageless, we were like, we're just going to do mother-daughters the whole time. And... This is the first time we've never done it in all our episodes, so very exciting. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're honored. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Um, so yeah, I guess like Kit was saying, I am an influencer of sorts, if that's the title <laughs> you choose to use. But I guess it is, because I, I started out as a YouTuber, and then I have my own podcast now with my friend Danielle Carolyn, and just all the forms of social media in between, so that's not like my favorite title but oh, it's, it's she's like she's she's being nice about it. she's like the worst with it it's like i have to keep changing what i'm allowed to call her through like her various phases in life you know yeah. like when we were growing like when she was growing up in our small town and you and said youtuber i was like I don't would, say that yeah, yeah. Like, he'd be like oh brooke she's into the computer thing and then i'd be like <laughs> yeah she's a she's a youtuber and then people would be like and then brooke would be like don't say that just don't just don't and then it was like then, like, a year later, she was like, yeah, tell people I'm a YouTuber. And then I would do that, and then it became – I had to change it to influencer and whatever. I'm, but at the end of the day, I'm usually not right anyway, and I just kind of oh go with the gosh. flow. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, but I do mostly, like, um, just vlogs about my life now post-grad, um, showing everything in between, truly, a little bit of lifestyle. I don't like to, like, categorize myself under one niche, niche whatever you want to call it because i feel like that's limiting and i really want to showcase everything in my life that i can but but i do it's great we've been loving the vlogs oh my gosh thank you and and (laughs) love the mother daughter uh shoots that you guys are doing at home during quarantine it's really fun for us to to watch together Mm -hmm. um thank you thank you I totally am with you, Adina, with the like, okay, what do you call this and what do you call that? And as you guys know, we had some major technical difficulties trying to get this (laughs) podcast going today and, uh, you know, kind of leave, I kind of leave that up to Kit. Um, But I'm wondering, you know, I know you were a working mom from early on when the kids were, were young and... I'm just wondering, you know, how you balanced all that and how, um, how, you know, how you, how you feel about it now and how Brooke feels about it. I think it's like always something that every working mom thinks about and maybe has some guilt about. And, um, you know, I want, I want to learn from other successful working moms, how they did it, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, it's, it's a great question and it's a popular, you know, question for people because 
really the key word is like balance and how do you do it? And and honestly, I to rip the Band-Aid off, I'm not exactly sure. I'm, you know, known for balance. I, I am a moderate workaholic. I will say that, like going into the convo. Um, Kit's and- shaking her head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know this mom. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I think, and, and again, maybe it's a generation thing. Who I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's, it, it's definitely real. And kind of just fast forwarding and talking about like how it applies like right now today, living in this moment with everything that's going on. It's been really difficult. We've had some, um, you know, we've had some struggles here in the household. Some drama. <laughs> we've, had some, we've had some drama. I, again, I bring it back to the fact that I get a little um, invested, too, too overzealous with my work at times. And when things don't go my way, I, um, I'm not probably the best person to be around and I'm not necessarily used to being around people, right? So, you know, my son's usually at school and my husband's doing his thing and Brooke is, you know, not even home. She's up in Boston. Yeah. So if I'm struggling, I'm struggling within, you know, myself, which is uh, definitely, in hindsight, the better way to struggle. Um, because again, we've had some real, quite interesting days here. Um, but uh, when I go back to how I, I actually did it all and, and how I even got to this point, I would really just bring it back to my support network. And my support network has always been my husband and and everything that he's done. He's it's interesting. I don't want to say he's put his career on hold because he definitely did not back in the day um, completely put it on hold. But um, we married very young. He was my high school sweetheart. And uh, we married as soon as basically two weeks after I graduated college. And wow. yeah. yeah. So how, <laughs> how old were you guys when you got married? Yeah. So I was 22. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Like one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Brooke is like legitimately 22 right now. And she like struggles whenever I say that and cringes in the corner. Um, so, so, and it's crazy. Like if I, honestly, if Brooke came home and told me that she was getting married, I would maybe like lock her in the bedroom and not let her leave. <laughs> so no, it, it, it is crazy to even think about that. I got married at 22, but we were also again together since the age of, I was 16 and like, you know, so we're going back, you know, and different times, right? Totally different times. So, um, but my husband has really always been a big support. And he became a New York City firefighter, uh, FDNY, uh, I guess, years into our, a couple of years into our marriage. And then went on to become a lieutenant. And really never probably became a captain, probably because of my career. Because he wasn't able to do some things as quickly because... I was traveling a lot. I was traveling back and forth to Florida and we had two children and he would have to be home Mm -hmm. with them. We didn't have, um, we didn't have any type of nanny or person that lived here. We only relied really on, it was either him watching the kids. I was watching the kids or his parents were watching it. Like that was it. So, um, anyway, I really do say much of it is because of the support that I've had from, from him throughout all these years. I couldn't have done out that at all wow I mean for me I grew up obviously with a similar situation my mom has always worked um and I feel like I remember a few years ago you had asked me like do you wish I was there 
more when you were growing up? And my response was honestly, no, because I have learned so much from watching my mom work to build her empire. Um, and it's been so inspiring for me. I don't know if I'd me. go that far. Empire? Well, I could say. <laughs> no, I will. I would definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I'm so happy that I had such a strong role model growing up. So. Completely. But yeah, I completely it's agree. it's hard to balance all of that. Yeah, I think there's guilt involved, you know, like, did I, am I, am I at every school function? Am I helping them with homework? Am I teaching them life lessons, you know, and, and all of that. And of course you try your best, but, but it's of course you're going to fail once in a while too. It's leading yeah, by I mean, example, you know, I, I love, I love that you're mentioning that because, you know, I, I definitely struggled along the way of, uh, I remember I had a, a time when I was at an event for Brooke uh, like a, an elementary school, like field day event. And I had just missed her parent teacher conference again, or I missed open school night again. And I was speaking with her uh, second grade teacher. And I was, and I remember actually, it's like a, a definitely a pivotal moment where I was, I was emotional and I was feeling guilty. And she had said to me, I'm going to, I could tell you, and she was like, young, like very young. She was not like an, an older, wiser woman. Like she was just very, she had the insight, which was pretty incredible. And she said, I could promise you that everything that you're doing now, Brooke is going to really see, we don't know exactly when, but she's going to see, and she's going to see the strength and dedication and everything that you had. And that's, what's going to mold her to be a better person than, you know, you being at that parent-teacher conference or that open school night. So it was, like, pretty, you know, it was like, oh, wow, I hope so. so wise. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's so easy to feel like, oh, my God, I'm just the biggest loser. I can't believe I, you know, couldn't do, couldn't pull this off, you know, whatever it is, like the school play or whatever. And you just have to cut yourself a break once in a while. I mean, be there as as much and as often and you know, leave them notes and little things like that. But, you know, you also have to be able to cut yourself a break, I think. Yeah. Well, Adina, I would love to dive into your story a little bit. I know you started your business when you were 18. Yeah, so I actually um, throw it to a mother, another mother-daughter uh, duo. I actually started my business in my mom's kitchen or my parents' kitchen at home on Long Island. I started baking um, these uh, low-sugar, low-fat type of items um, in my mother's kitchen. I had I had put on a couple of pounds. I was a, a commuter uh, going to Stony Brook University, and the freshman 15 was real even as a commuter. I don't know why <laughs> or how, but <laughs> somehow it was. <laughs> so... Um, and and I had never really, I mean, honestly, just being truthful, I never really struggled with my weight, right? But then all of a sudden it was like, wow, I have these extra pounds and that's kind of weird. So I had went to my my 
boyfriend at the time, right, my husband, um, his brother was getting married, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to look better and, you know, whatever, whatever. I have to just, you know, I want to feel better about myself in that dress. So I joined Weight Watchers at the time, and so I took a couple of their recipes, and I was tweaking it, and I played around with it enough that I really made it even better than what they had suggested, and you could you could eat more of them. And it was like, you know, anything in life that if you could eat life more, hack. It's, yeah, <laughs> total life hack. If you could eat more, it's better. Um, so, so, uh, I, I kind of tweaked this recipe and began making them in my mom's kitchen and then began bringing them to my Weight Watcher group. And then they loved them so much. I started selling them. And then, um, until they told me I couldn't sell them in the class, like they tapped me on the shoulder. They're like, we love you, but you can't do this in the building. Sounds You're not allowed funny. to. So then, like, I set up shop in the parking lot, in my literally in my, the trunk of my car. And then, Amazing. And then, and then, and then I kind of took that and 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 started going to um, stores and selling them. And then um, I kind of grew that way. Started working. Um, I I worked at a, a pizza place when I was growing up, and I went to them and asked them if I could rent their space at night. So I started. I went to school during the day, and then when they would close at 10 o'clock at night, I would go in with my mother, uh, my father, and, again, my boyfriend at the time, and we would, like, work and bake all night and then go home, sleep a little bit, you know, shower, sleep, and then go back to school. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, so I kind of did that for a little while. It was like the grind is real. Yeah, hustle. <laughs> yeah, and – uh and then, and then eventually got my own bakery and, you know, kind of turned that into something. And then I had sold my company actually when I was pregnant with Brooke, uh, I, which I was 27. I sold my company to a publicly held company. Um, it sounds much more glamorous than it really was. I really didn't sell it for much, um, but I did nevertheless. And then started working again, staying in the food business. I stayed on with them for a little while and then went on and on and on and really I've been, just been in the food business since, you know, that age. So for like now it's like 32 years, which is crazy to even say out loud. Amazing. Well, I always say like the nicest thing anyone could ever say to me is that I'm scrappy and I'm a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, oh, like if you don't have those two traits, which clearly you do, um, you know, I don't know if you're ever going to be successful as an entrepreneur like you really have to be willing to do anything and you know go work all night and baking things or you know in my case so you know hundreds of pieces yourself you know it's just like sure you just have to do it hustle yeah and there was a lot of you know there was a and and to your point and I'm and I would I I don't know if this was your case or not but you know, with any entrepreneur, there's, there's, there's really bad times and there's good times. Right. Oh, and, for sure. and I'm not afraid to admit the bad because I think they mold you into better times. You know, I, I always tell people like, you know, the best days were when I would, when I sold a, a tractor trailer load to Costco and the worst days were watching them tow away my car. Cause I couldn't make my car payment. So <laughs> You know, like, you know, like that the struggle's real, right? I have a story that, um, just quickly, um, that my accountant told me, uh, you're, you're going to have to file for bankruptcy 
because, you know, it just doesn't all add up. And the next day, the CFDA called to say when the new designer of the year. Uh, oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> That's anyway, so great. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the, it's an emotional roller coaster. And you totally. just have to, like, not let the bad times bother you too much. And don't be too impressed with yourself. With in the good times, you know, you just got to stay pretty even. And and I actually think, you know, when bad things happen, it really just makes you stronger as as a business person or an entrepreneur. It just gets you. Uh, it's it's a reality check that, you know, makes you really uh, kind of think about things, what's important and kind of really appropriate for right now what's happening right now right yeah right and I think I think that giving like I I would like to say that I would give Brooke that advice as well which is you know she's had some really like you know there's low times when you know people are people are mean they say mean things they they mm -hmm. write mean things and you know I'm constantly there again with with my husband to say to Brooke you know you put yourself out there they're they're gonna come in the good the bad the ugly like that's just the way it is so uh, it's sort of the advice that in, in this different generation that our girls lead um, that you have to give, right? And it is different. It's different from the times that we did it. It's just the world is definitely a different place, right? There was – there we, I, we basically – like I remember when I had my company, like I was setting up AOL 2.0. <laughs> so and you know no joke and it was like what is this you had thing? to like install it yeah. like <laughs> oh my god it wasn't like web-based yeah. yeah yeah and my and my um screen name was ny cookie girl <laughs> oh my god that's amazing <laughs> so i mean but again you know so times have changed and i think that if if people have the opportunity to say bad things and and knock us down both probably you and i back then they would have done it and yeah. it just that we didn't know that they were saying it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <So>, exactly. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, because I think Kit really, you know, you think in, you know, when you think about generational entrepreneurship, you know, it usually would be me passing on my wisdom to my daughter so that she can you know learn from all that and it's actually the exact opposite i'm like kit teach me how to do this or <laughs> yes, yes yes i don't get it yes. i don't get it help me help me help me and you know? you're also like run as far away from the fashion industry as possible <laughs> <laughs> which i'm like oh my god of course now i want to work in fashion thanks i mean not really you know it's really exciting but you know it's changing so much it's it's like you just don't know what it's gonna be and it's it's exciting but um but anyway I'd like to hear more about what you guys how you guys inspire each other in that way yeah definitely um I think you hit the nail right on that with the technology piece I mean it's amazing my mom's whole business is based from home. So that's why it hasn't been too much of a change, I guess, for you, because you're still, you know, working from home and that whole bit. But it's all remote. And yet she needs help with every piece of technology or she doesn't understand, you know, scaling her business and how social media could help and things like pieces like that, I think, and how those oh went into the yeah. business. Wait, I mean, and, and do you I have mean, a studio at your house? You so like I have a home office. And it's funny because back to, you know, we've had our moments at the house. So 
my home office, which happens to be, so we, we live in a Victorian, so a very old Victorian uh, that's been redone. So we live, so my home office is on the third floor and the, just to give you an idea, the kitchen and main living area is on the first floor. So when my son's at school and when Brooke doesn't live home anymore and she's in Boston and when my husband's out during the day, needless to say, I kind of like I have my laptop and I just like set up shop in the living room because who am I bothering? It's like I could hang out with the dog and work and watch if I need to watch QVC on a big TV or what, what have you. But, um, okay, that clearly is not working anymore because now we have like, you know, family space. So I'm back up in the, in the, in the office, which, and actually I, I have to tell you if anything, it's, that's also a positive. I work so much more efficiently up there. You know, the distractions, even when I'm alone, are so much less. Um, but my technology piece of it is just absolute, as Brooke would say, trash. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I you could probably see on my Instagram, like, Brooke will be like, I'm like, wow, Brooke, I'm like, I got a thousand likes on that picture. And she's like, imagine if you would post more. Imagine. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, you know, like, so I, I post like, as, as you could see, like, I don't even know once every other month. And that's like when Brooke's around. So, um, because I don't even know how to post. And then she has to remind me every yeah. time I show you every time. I don't understand. I, it's uh, not oh, even yeah. the posting the other day. What did you ask me to help? Oh, with converting a file. It was just Oh, I had to retransfer something. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. The videos. I literally need to learn some patience, you girls. See? (laughs) See? See? I'm not alone here. I'm like, I I could never. They're like, it's simple. Just send this video and we transfer it to whatever. I'm like, okay, literally, like, I can't do this. I have to say no. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then it's like, okay, but Brooke's here. So now maybe I could say yes. But then I have to ask Brooke when she's, you know, going to be willing to help me and not, you know, be impatient. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, thank God. So, yeah. So so that's kind of been it, generous. It's, it's been really good to have you here, though, to help me with. Well, some of yeah, that. that's a blessing through all this, I yes. guess, is that I'm able to help you. But I think that's where it shows. It's like you're so you're used to doing it in your own way, which is successful, of course, but it's like, there's so many components that if you add into, I feel if you layer into your business, like you'd be that next level. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing it more. I think your business is yeah. progressing that way. Like you hired someone that does the social media social, piece yeah, exactly. now and stuff. Cause that just wouldn't work if I did it. I, I don't know. if we'd I've be asked able to... Brooke multiple times. I'm like, could you just help me with my social media? I've, I've, I've thrown out dollar amounts that I would pay her. And <laughs> I don't know if it would no, go over There's well, no though. level of interest, you know, like it's just not, it's fine. It's probably it's best if best. you have a third party, I think, <laughs> <Yes>. for that. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. So I want to hear, Brooke, part of your brand has kind of become this, the struggles of dating post-grad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I can fully relate to that because I am like always the single one in my friend group. Um, But I want to hear about how maybe your parents' relationship growing up has influenced the way that you think about dating. Definitely. Yeah. Um, So I would say like my, my dating journey has been, I would say it was a little like delayed. It kind of was college and post-grad more so. I didn't really have like any experience in high school, honestly, like 
I don't want to be like so dramatic, but it was I did my YouTube channel back then and I dealt with moderate forms of bullying and just I never really connected. I felt with like guys and or whatever. So that was more it was more college post grad that I really like came into myself in terms of dating. But I've always had my parents' relationship to look up to, and they honestly, in to me, it embodies the most. And I hate to be like so cheesy and corny and be like, oh my gosh, they have a perfect relationship, but. I've seen, you know, my my friends' parents' relationships and stuff like that, and I just see how my parents speak to each other and they communicate and uplift each other, and it's really positive. I'm, of course, like not, I'm not here to say that 100 percent of the time. It's yeah, like let's be realistic here, but at the same time, it's really freaking close. Like they just have my dad is so patient with her, but then you're so good with him. So I just feel like they truly are like soulmates. I hate to be like that, but then it makes me I feel have a higher standard, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you, I'll just step in just really quickly on Brooke's dating Mm -hmm. and all that, because Brooke has, there's a couple of, I think that this, there's a couple of like core reasons why Brooke is where she is and, and, and they're, and they're all, they're both positive. Okay. Um, the, the, the first is that Brooke has legitimately always been on a different level with, with most peers her age. She really, and it's not to say that she's, oh, she's so bright or she's so this, she's just been on a different level, right? She's like ahead of most every year, right? Whether it was when she was in fifth grade or, or 12th grade, or, you know, even now, like, well, now it's, I think it's finally starting to like catch up, which I think is why yeah, you're, you're yeah. where you are, which yeah, is great. Yeah. So I think that that's part of it. And then second to that is, and this, I, once again, I'm going to give it all to my husband because I do not have this half as much as he Brooke has a real high moral standard. Like legitimately, I don't want to say it's a list, but it might as well be of like the things that she just really holds. Important. You know, of the utmost importance uh, in in human being contact, not even just a guy. Friends too. Oh yeah, it's like list. I need to hear what these qualifiers are. Yeah, well, oh my gosh. And obviously it's changed over the years. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Yeah, I remember seeing seeing it back in the day. It was like a joke. Yeah, no, I know. know, know. Piercings or tattoos were on the list. No, no no piercings. piercings. Yeah, Yeah, like it was very funny actually back in the day. And not that that she shares that. But anyway, my, my point that I'll just step in and say this, and then I want you to finish your thoughts, is that she has that and she doesn't compromise. And this is from when she was very, very young. She doesn't, you know, and this is my husband, like my, my husband and I, like we get in, got invited out to dinner with another couple. My husband would like, you know, maybe say to me, I really don't like that guy. And I really don't want to spend, I'm like, well, can you, you know, muster up enough energy that we could have dinner with them? And he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, no, I can't because I'd rather stay home than hang out with him. And it was like, wow. And, the and I've, I'm the same Brooke way. Is yeah. the exact I'm same the exact way. Exact same way. I and I have to say, my husband is kind of like your husband too. That's so crazy. Right? Yeah, but you are so much like you'll. You're going out no matter what. Like I like to go out. totally. Like I'll find the good and eat. Like you know, exactly. a serial killer. <laughs> my yeah. God. I mean, like. <laughs> Like, same. thank God you guys are the same person. I'm scared. Like, yeah, but he was. I'm like, yeah, but he was so nice. And I was like, well, he murdered 20 people. Oh, like I can have fun 
anywhere with anyone I will find fun. Yeah, so so I think that that definitely right that, that's got to really set a, a whole standard. So if, if you know, kid, if you have that and Brooke has that, well, then here you go. I think you know? it's so it's, different. I feel like I've always felt different mm-hmm. though than my peers because I've always had you know the friends that have always been in relationships, and then I've always had friends that maybe are single, but they're always like talking to guys or whatever. And I feel like mine has been very like hot and cold my whole life. You know, it's either like I'm talking to someone or I'm not, and then it's. And I've always felt odd for it, but now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing that there's it's nothing to be like ashamed of or feel no. weird about. Like if yeah. anything, it's I'm proud of it because I'm like, you know, I I figured out what I want. I even even my mom sometimes I'm like she's like oh why'd you stop talking to that person or whatever and I'm just like I don't see it going anywhere, and she's like. Well, you got to like, like give it a chance or whatever, but I'm like, (laughs) I just don't, I just don't, I'm like not, I'm fine being single. Like I don't need like someone that I deem as subpar just to like have someone around. Ouch. I feel the same way (laughs) I'm like cold hearted, I guess, but like I'm just waiting (laughs) for like. Now you're never going to have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. gosh. Oh my gosh. If I would say that to Brooke, she would like leave the room right now. Just, just you're kidding. so lucky. Oh my gosh. I just kicked off. Kidding. Anyway. Um, okay. Should we, how about we dive into, can we dive into some style uh, conversation? Yes. We've been seeing yeah. the tie dye sets that you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> and we're obsessed. We need to like, we need to get on our DIY. We've well, been I'm bored. just interested, you know, like, how do you guys, def- how would you each define your style? And do you influence each other at all? This is such a fun question because I think I have turned into somewhat of my mom's like wardrobe consultant. I think over these past few yes. years, she literally through college and everything she would always because I went away to school. Um, in Georgia so I was very far but she would you know be like hey can I FaceTime you in two minutes like style question and like be in the mirror like trying on outfits and like check with me but I've learned over the years that my mom has this awesome like bold not afraid to wear color patterns everything like stuff that I would never wear style on her own and she's just like checking with me for confirmation more so but I feel like you can put together outfits better than I can I and I so so I say that that's so not true yes I I totally rely on Brooke and I mean, she does have to ground me sometimes. She'd be like, no, take that off. Well, cause what you, you sometimes do? you get a little, yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. And I, and I'd be like, but, but I don't know. I feel like, like, and not too long ago I came to Brooke and I'm like, okay, I have to redo my sense of style. Like I, it's just, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm here. I'm there. And I'm but all you over did the it, place. Yeah. So, with it. so now I kind of like, I'm, try to stay in a lane and also I think it, it also depends on like your body type I was about right? to say that I mean yeah. you got to re- know that I'm I'm five foot ten and I'm you know and I have like big boobs like it's like yeah. I can't wear and I'm you like, can't wear like little tiny yeah. tops yeah I mean, like it's like you know and not that I would anymore I'm also 50 so I'm not walking around with like oh how funny was it the other night when I called it a half shirt Cynthia do you remember <laughs> when we used to call it a half shirt <laughs> So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
So this was so funny. So my husband accidentally ripped like a really good like long sleeve t shirt of college his college t shirt. Co- uh, Sal's going to yeah, school. Yeah, where my where my son's going to be going to school. So like they, they were like devastated. He's like, oh, I ripped my shirt, and I'm like. And I'm like, oh, let me see where you ripped it. Not that, I, by the way, little fun fact, I don't even know how to sew a button, by the way. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> Dad can, though. I, my husband does all of that, and I wish I was lying. If you told me, Adina, you, I will give you a million dollars to sew this button on, <laughs> there's a good chance that I would be very poor. So, um, so yeah, so, like, that is, as I'm talking, like, to to like fashion gurus that's great so so but you so, you cut the shirt but anyway so i said oh my gosh like, like you should cut you should make that a half shirt and all my brother and i were like what is a half what shirt? are you talking about like, you know what you guys wear now and brooke's like a crop top and i'm like yeah a half shirt <laughs> and that's what we used I mean, to call it so half shirt is it describes it pretty well yeah, so, yeah. No, why didn't that. why did someone have to rename it <laughs> no, but I totally I relate to what Brooke was saying earlier because I feel like your style is so much more. Well, it's more bold than mine for sure. Like yeah, you, I would yeah. say yes. I'm more. definitely more like minimal in my style. You're more classic. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm completely little, agree I, that's yeah. so funny i feel like that's just like another generational thing though i mean that's of course there say. are people our age kid i feel like that are like you know bold and whatever but they're like really known for it but i feel like overall the overarching theme of our generation is minimalistic like simple less is more. yeah like athleisure yeah. like it really is right. like it's crazy that this is the style now it's like jeans and a t-shirt and it's like i feel put together like i i can't believe that that's my style as an adult woman but like it is i just think like for me i i whatever i'm wearing changes my mood and i can feel the utmost confidence if i'm wearing some you know a certain thing and i can also feel like kind of sad if i'm not where if i'm wearing something else you know i just think it's like i really embrace uh style and clothing to sort of like elevate my mood or change the way I feel or experiment and just mm-hmm. you know uh th- look at myself in an, in a different way and I I just feel like it's a really I'm I'm I like the creative part of getting dressed in the morning and taking chances and you know I I mean I hope I don't look too crazy but you know <laughs> I do think that it's it's a way to express yourself well now I feel like I'm seeing that more than ever because I've been basically living in like athletic wear for the past month or so (laughs) and today I put on a pair of jeans and I was like wow I almost want to cry like I feel (laughs) so much better today like I actually feel like a real person so you know what I'm gonna do today I'm going to put on heels with my sweatsuit. Oh, my God. <laughs> just walk around. Yeah. No, it's like a new calf exercise. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing it back My feet that. haven't been in that shape since uh, March, beginning of March. 
same it's crazy it's like i, I just know. i just like rotate through like my gym sneakers like i'm like oh maybe today i'll wear these and, and then she's like, like <laughs> she's like oh these pink ones for the walk today yeah. i'm like okay yeah Brooke's like wow bold statement i'm like actually my feet hurt so like i'm just trying to change up the sneakers <laughs> but i think it is gonna be like a revelation you know when you can put on even you know a casual dre- cotton dress and go outside and you know, I just, I do think that that is going to change the way you feel about yourself, no matter what, like whatever you put on post quarantine or, you know, it's just your style has to make, make you feel a different way. I think. Yeah. I I mean that I, I, in a way, like that is what your job is. Like making, yeah, making people feel confident. But speaking of your walks, I've been seeing you guys go on (laughs) amazing long walks throughout quarantine. Um, Maybe we can talk a little bit about fitness, how you encourage one another. Um, I know, Brooke, you're super into SoulCycle. Oh, yeah, it's been, it's definitely been interesting. I really rely on like the class environment to motivate me which I think it's so different person to person because my mom is like if I had to go to a class it would be like prison like it would yeah. be the equivalent another, of another dinner conversation that we had like I would never go to a class where Brooke just thrives with because that. I need someone telling yeah. me what to do and the people in the room and whatever um so I've been yeah I mean we always bring it back to mental I think that's our big thing too even like as a family how much yeah, physical th- health connects to mental I think, health. I, you know what? And, and Kit, I listened to um, your, your quarantine podcast, you know, you guys, and you, you spoke about that, right? You spoke about mental health and fitness and there, there's, so there's just a, it, there's just a link. I mean, my, okay, fine. I'm not sitting on the couch all day, like eating all day and watching the news. I'm definitely working. And again, if anything, I happen to be working even more right now because I'm actually in the, a really, really busy time and because I do sell food and people are buying food on QVC. Like, I'm busy, busy, busy. Um, and But you always prioritize but, fitness. But yes. fitness has, got, has to happen. So, like, so what I do as an, you know, again, an older person is as soon as I wake up in the morning, I put my gym clothes on. Because that's what I have to do. So, um, and then I make a point of working out. Try, I always try the earlier the better. Um, and for and and again, I also bring it back to um, you know my my support network. My husband and I actually work out a lot together because we have a home gym, and we very lucky. We, we're 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 Bravo people, and yes, he might kill me for it to admit that. <laughs> In fact, what was the shirt that I got him for? Oh, real men wear Bravo. People were loving that shirt. Yeah. (laughs) I got him that for Christmas. Um, Like, he's like a serious, like, you know, like, he's got his favorite housewives. And he's like, Vanderpump's on tonight. You know, like, he's I just started watching it. He's really into, so Bravo, so we'll watch TV. So we'll watch a show together, which is great. Because, you know, any of those Bravo shows are basically 47 minutes. So 47 minutes of cardio goes a lot faster when you're watching, you know, you know, trash somebody, TV. Somebody, somebody else's life, you know, implode on, yeah. on national television. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, but yeah, so we, we try to do that Brooks, but again, so I think if anything, like it's a more of a struggle for Brooke because here she is and this is not her like type of environment. Yeah. She doesn't like a home gym. She doesn't, 
you know, but I think that the key motivators that you guys always say is you're going to feel so much better afterwards. And like, right. you do always remind me that before I go, cause like, Oh my gosh, I don't, but then, you know, yesterday I come back up and I'm like, I want to do that every day. Yes. So it's like, you always have to remember how you feel. And you guys are good about that. I will yeah. say, I mean, there's some like light joking where it's like, Oh my gosh, you're so lazy. You haven't worked out in a week, but then at the same time, it's like, we do have a home gym. So there's really no, excuse. actually, actually <laughs> yeah. let it be known that I'm the only one that does not bust on Brooke when she doesn't exercise because I, I'm just so fearful of, how she'll respond. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, you're like, like scared of like me. My husband will be like, I think we should tell Brooke she really needs to exercise tomorrow. And I'm like, you're on your own. Uh, I'm out. I'm totally out. I know. That's how I feel about my sister too. And then I'm just like, just let her do her thing. But yeah, because also, so I think that, I think that one thing about fitness that I even should preface, I, so I had like a, a newer fitness type of journey. I think I mentioned this probably on, some of Brooks, either her pod or whatever, but, um, but bringing it back to Weight Watchers, I rejoined Weight Watchers, uh, three and a half years ago after really just not paying attention to anything that was going into my mouth. And it's not to say that I was so out of control. It's just that you are out of control when you don't think about what you're putting into your body. So, um, I rejoined Weight Watchers and, Aside from losing a, a very considerable amount, a considerable <laughs> amount of weight, I lost probably like close to thirty pounds. I wow. um, wow. but yeah, yeah, but well, that means I needed to lose the thirty <laughs> pounds. So, but more important than that, and I always say this, and I and it's funny because I said this before Weight Watchers had their whole rebranding campaign, and I had said I became a fit person. That was the that was the difference what, what, the real difference between just a diet or just like oh i have yeah. to lose 30 pounds but you now we go for these long walks where i know we say walks and people are probably like oh my gosh but there's lots of hills oh, no we live like in major an area. hills like, yeah. yeah i don't know if you guys have ever been on long island but we live in an area that's like you know like like super super crazy hills um, you know, we're not in like a flat area. So, but um, just you, you used to walk up those hills and be like, I might pass out right now. And oh, now I'm like, I, I'm going to die. And now, and now it's like, you're super <laughs> yeah. agile or just ag- agile. And yeah. too, you used to be like, so clumsy. I don't even yeah, know how to yeah, describe yeah. it. Like, you, yeah, you gained so all ba- that back. So, so, so that, that is like a newer, that's why when people that again, when like, if people, if, if my husband would say like, Brooke should really work out tomorrow and I'd be like, look she's a big girl she'll figure it out on her own like I don't think we have to be the one because I think that fitness is like anything else it's it's you have you have to be ready and willing to do it and want to do it for yourself right um so uh but but bringing it back I think that we would all agree that it's so key to mental health oh yeah and I think it's it's great like finding things active things that you can do together as a family or or mother daughter whatever like we all surf and so that's so cool that activity like as a family is so great because it's it's bonding it's fun um but it's also really hardcore exercise when you're out there for I can't hours, even imagine. hours so um yeah like walks playing sports all of that stuff is like is great um we had one funny question written down for you guys. Um, I wanted to ask Adina what the worst thing Brooke did as a child or teenager and how did you deal with it? 
So I don't know if I really like have like a particular a moment that yeah, it was a moment. Well, there was because, one, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but but here here's here's what happens which is really funny with Brooke and and it's just it it's always evolving, right? Like I find out these things about Brooke's past years later. You know, like so so she she was you know, she was definitely not perfect, but I will have to say that she was very easy. And and that it's it's the truth. It's oh not to say that my God. son. This is seriously like you guys are the same. It's, <laughs> it's really crazy. Easy, yeah, for I, sure. I mean, it, isn't it? it it's, it's amazing. And, and I mean, look, I mean, you don't even like to talk about it because it's like brag worthy, right? I'm sure you feel the same way then. Like you don't want to say it out loud when you know that you probably have friends that their kids weren't easy and it's, it's, you don't, you're, you know, you don't even know what type of advice to give them per se, with the exception of the fact that, you know, Brooke has a brother who's, even though he's easy on some areas, he's definitely, you know, not easy on others. Like, like just to give you an example for Brooke, I could honestly say that I never once had to check Brooke's homework ask her if she did her homework, review an assignment or anything, not even once. Like I could say that with 100% certainty, not once, which is amazing. It's Brooke, crazy. Brooke, <laughs> Brooke applied to colleges on her own. She oh signed herself up for regions on her own. She signed herself up for SAT classes on her own. Like it just oh went my, on and on. Oh she God. did everything. Yeah. Doppelgangers. They're doppelgangers. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, you know, look, I mean, I'm not going to bash my son, but it's like, it's like we had to do like the college registration the other day and it was like a family accident. Let's sit down and talk about what, you you know, like, it's like, it's like, and we're so not even used to doing that, you know, because my dad was literally like, I don't remember doing this with Brooke. I'm like, like, because we didn't, we didn't have to do it with Brooke. I'm like, we never did any of that. And I guess, so my husband kind of feels jealous because it's sort of in the role because we're, you know two girls, two guys, that I take care of Brooke's stuff and and my husband takes care of Sal's stuff, right? My son's like a major like athlete. So like he takes care of all of his lacrosse stuff and I take care of Brooke and all of her, you know, when she was doing all of her YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be, you know, you know, when I was underage and you had right. to like deal with like signing contracts and stuff for right. me. Remember all that? Yeah. Oh, or, or when the you- joys when I would get like random checks to the house. My yeah. mom's like, Brooke, this check came from Google today. Who is, who is this Google and why are they sending you money? Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, so to bring it back, I mean, I could joke around, but she really didn't ever give me that moment. But it's funny when I do have moments where, like, I questioned, hmm, was she doing something? Like, like that was kind of weird. Like, my husband and I went out one day and we left her with, like, some friends and one of them was like a little shady and oh my god she, i could say that because she's not gonna listen to this <laughs> okay she okay. was like a little on the shadier side or whatever and then so i said to my husband i'm like try by that try back by the house i just have a feeling something's happening he's like well what are we gonna do Ooh, anyway and, and how, he's <laughs> oh, like and how no. are you gonna see it and it was so funny we drive by back by the house and like brooke again you know based on the kind of house that we have so brooke's on like the second floor and I see her bathroom window is open. Like, and I could see it in the, dro- like when we drove by. 
Mike, why would her bathroom window be open? That is shady. There's something that definitely was going on. I don't need to say what I'm yeah, sure I want. Yeah, I don't have to say it. We can insert here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, so, so, but, but it was course. always so obvious though. It was never like I was like, you know, staying out till three or whatever. And we had a really, in general, open relationship, I think, which I know not every mother daughter is blessed to have as cheesy as that sounds. Yeah. But like, seriously, if I told you something like, or even I was going to a party or something, it was very open. Like, if you need me to pick you up, I would rather you have me drive. Like, yes. I drive you home than Yeah, like before Uber and everything. Yeah, like, pre-Uber. Like, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, I could come pick you up and I won't ask questions. And, and I'm like, and then I would even joke around and be like, well, I might ask questions, but I really won't ask questions. You know, like. Or if, like, my friends would get into trouble, like, you were cool. Like, you would be like, you know, like, I'll not, like, getting our friends out of trouble or anything. But you were yeah. more understanding, I think, than some parents. Yeah, because. Quite frankly, I drove by the house because I was thinking, well, I know what I would have been doing, that, so let I me drive by the house. To, that's what I was just about to say. I was a really, like, I tortured my parents, let's just say. Like, <laughs> Did I, 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 I tortured them. And so I was worried when I thought Kit actually wasn't doing anything and wasn't really getting into any trouble i just did stuff (laughs) and later she confessed and i was like oh thank god that's exactly it so that's what i was saying so like so when we came home from like that night or i think it was even the next day and i questioned brooke um she she like was like no oh absolutely what are you talking about and then it was like you know then years later i'm visiting her in college now she's had a couple of drinks and she's like, hey, remember that time? <laughs> you know, and then, and then the truth comes out. Like, it was like, I knew it. I knew it. Well, you know, but of course we knew it. But again, putting it into perspective, I mean, that should have been the biggest problem I had. So, you know, and again, we, we, we had a couple of those things happen, but Brooke was, is very also a very, and that's why it's pretty amazing that she does what she does. She's, she is a very sensitive person. Um, and, uh, all you basically have to do is like look at her wrong and she could start to cry. Oh like, my you know, back then. Yeah. Back it's then. gotten better. Since yeah. No, now, I'm saying yeah, back yeah. then. Like if I questioned something, she would start to cry. So like you would kind of know that, you know, you did something. <laughs> you know? That's funny. Well, I could tell you one funny story about Kit when she was. Oh, my oh God. do so, yeah, please. <laughs> one night she was like I was so, like, I hid everything so well. Unlike my sister, who her freshman year of high school had a party this at year. our house. Yeah. Had a party <laughs> at our house that 150 um, high school, like, random high school kids. Like, that a, she didn't it was know. a Snapchat free. Yeah. So, like, randos showed up, stole kids' Whoa. Gucci bag, cops came. Yeah. 60 empty was, cans of white not, claw. Yeah, she was not, <laughs> she did not do the, she did not hide stuff as well as I did. But I, like, throughout high school would have people at our house and, like, my parents would come back and it would be spotless. I remember one time there was, like, a beer cap somewhere, like, in the kitchen that you found. And I was like, Oh my God, they know everything. But like, you just thought it was like yours or something. That's so funny. Um, no, so one night Kit was like, um, is it okay if I skip school tomorrow and go to this fitness class thing, like a lengthy fitness class? And I was like, uh, no. And she started 
just like lost her shit and was like yes! bawling. Oh my God! Like, I, but it's so important to me, and it's and I'm like. It's a fitness <laughs> class. Well, I was you also... You cannot skip school to go to a fitness class. It was... I'm sorry. And that caused a riff that lasted a f- quite a few days. I no, feel. no, no. It was like a few hours. And then I was like, okay, I'm being irrational. But we never <laughs> fight. But it was like, in my mind, I rationalized it by, like through the fact that I am such like a I'm a pretty easy kid and have been an easy kid so I just feel like I was like okay give me this one like let me have this one but then I realized how ridiculous the request the request was, was. Yeah. yeah we're the same though I would totally pull something like that I mean there was definitely times I feel like in high school and stuff that I was like hey I'm gonna do this but yeah but you didn't it was it, it was it wasn't hours it would be it would be a day or so yeah oh there were many meltdowns yeah. but i think that also has to do with like i feel like you're probably the same way then kit like just strong personalities and like very um outspoken people i don't know like i've all we've always well, had, I, yeah. I think it's more i think it's even more so the fact that you were recognizing that you were better kids you know yeah. what kids were doing right and what you could have been doing and you weren't doing that so i leverage yeah, and leverage. Yeah, not leverage. And, which, by the way, I had to to Cynthia's point. I had zero leverage when I was a kid. Ditto. Like I was like, you know, my my you know parents would get you know, or my brothers would find out because I had older brothers. My brothers would find out. They're like, you know, do you know that Adina didn't sleep at Jenny's last night? Is that where she told you she was? <laughs> she wasn't there. She was here and she was in the streets and she was walking around. And, and by the way, I probably was. You know, I get arrested. Have I ever gotten arrested? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. save that. Well, we, need, we need to do a part two. I need, to, <laughs> I need the details on this one. Um, okay, well, let's I, – I guess we should probably wrap it up. We've been talking a long time, and we could keep talking for many more hours. I like. <laughs> yeah. Um, what – can we ask what uh, – what's the first thing you guys are both looking forward to when qu- quarantine is over? Okay, well, I think me more than mom because, <laughs> I mean, a few things will change for you, of course, but um, so I live in Boston right now. I'm so excited to um, see people my own age <laughs> and go out <laughs> again. I mean, yeah, I'm turning, I'm missing my birthday, so I'm really, I'm looking to like, yeah, my birthday's next week, so. I know, Kit mentioned that, Kit, you had mentioned that on the on your podcast, like, and I, I just do want to say this because I want to give you credit because it was so I was so impressed that you said this at your age um, because I had said it in um, a vlog, a vlog. Of yeah. Vlogs. Yeah. And that was, you know what? Brooke is missing a birthday and it's OK. For example, I'll use that as an example. It's OK that Brooke is like legitimately sad and that means the world to her. And and I'm not even suggesting it does, but I'm giving that as an example. I love my birthday though. Right? So I and she does. Do. Yeah. Or 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 you know, my son who's a senior potentially, and let's hope not, is missing his entire like entire lacrosse season, which is a really big deal, <gasps> oh. right? Because he's you know 
going to play Division One in lacrosse, and it was going to be a really potentially great season. Um, and that's okay for him to feel that way. And I really, I, I think that it's so important, especially again because you girls are so judged at in your like by your peers that I think it's really important to say, "Wow, it's okay to feel like." really sad and really mad that you're missing those things even when yes Mm -hmm. people are dying and it's a horrible thing that's happening because it's not comparing it to that it's you and and you're dealing with it on your own on your own so anyway I thought it was so great when you mentioned that because Brooke is like basically you know she's going to miss her birthday yeah but that's I mean I'm just thankful that we're all healthy and everything's not that i am comparing it but looking forward to a little belated celebration hopefully not too belated <laughs> and yeah just seeing people my own age again i'm i've been quarantined with my mom my dad and my brother and it's been fun we've actually been staying really busy but i think it will be fun to experience some <laughs> adult social life again yeah i i feel that i'm scared my birthday is may 20th and it's my 21st birthday. Oh, uh. so I'm kind of like, I'm just at least I'm hoping for like this summer for things to at least calm down. So, yeah, so you could enjoy being 21. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to like going out to restaurants and hanging out with. My yes, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being. You know, to be your age and Brooke's age, it, it's really it is it is tough. It's I think it is it's it's tougher on on you guys. And again, most of it because of you know the people that that are are you know that judge you because yeah. of the way you put yourself out there and all that. Um, I I will tell you what I'm looking forward to most um, is actually will surprise Brooke because it's the truth, and I'm not trying to be a martyr here. It really is for Brooke to get back to what she wants to do. And and, so nice. and, I'll, and I'll tell a story really quick. Okay. I will make this quick. Um, but one of the things, uh, Brooke and I obviously are very close. And when Brooke decided to go away to college to Georgia, which I absolutely supported, right? Time, and that's another whole separate podcast of, of but I did support her for to go, go away and live her dreams and, and go do you. Um, but I also knew when Brooke was going to way to college that I, that that was the last year that I was really going to be with her because she was always independent. Brooke went to California when she was 15 years old because of her YouTube at the time by herself. And she would, you know, travel all the time out of the country, even by herself. And she's extremely independent. She doesn't need me to be around her. Um, and m- when Brooke went away to college, I actually suffered with, I guess what I would probably now di- self-diagnose myself with like s- depression. And it was really, the struggle was, was absolutely real. It was a horrible time in my life. Um, and Brooke was having a great time. It had nothing to do with, with Brooke at all. She was living the time of her life and, you know, and I was like in the corner crying every day, like le- really. Um, and part of that real reason was because I knew that Brooke 
wasn't going to come back home and she was she was going to find a reason to not to do something over the summer and she was going to you know because and I wanted her to do all those things and I remember crying to all my friends who their kids were going we had you know like all of Brooke's friends I was friends with their mothers and my friends didn't understand why I was so, so shaken up yeah and um I I was because I knew that Brooke was going to move on so anyway my point of this whole story is I feel like, and I have not shared this with Brooke, I feel like I was moderately given this opportunity to be back again with Brooke, and I would be so foolish if I didn't like enjoy every moment of it, because without getting emotional, I won't have it again, and I didn't Mom. have it in the past, and it was always, it, it's always been on my mind, you know, and it's because I want her to go live her life and do her thing, and it's not going to include me, and I. So it's not necessarily. No, no, no. We do on, on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Yeah. On a yeah, daily basis. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> You're killing us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. It's really. It really is. It's the. It's, it's really, really, really the truth. And and you know, you know, and I'm sure Cynthia, you feel this way. Like again, bringing it back to the people that we are, and and kind of just working, true entrepreneurs um, is that you you have to learn you have to take everything and kind of learn from it and if you don't you're really missing what you were supposed to get out of it so um that's that's my feeling on on ending this journey mom that was very kind i love you girl i feel exactly the same yeah i don't ever want kit to leave but i really want her to go on with her life and have a great have a great independent well luckily i love new york city so (laughs) Um, well, I feel like we should just end on that. That yeah. was beautifully said. Um, I hope it wasn't maybe. too deep. I apologize. It was. I, no, was I, like, I know I'm apologizing. Yeah. I'm apologizing in advance. Just a little. And I, no, no, I, I can't think relate you... more. I, I feel exactly the same way. Like I, I'm, I want Kit to be basically on house arrest for the rest <laughs> of her life, but I know she can't, but I think that that is kind of one of the tiny little glimmers of uh joy in in quarantine is that um we really are really 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 together and I know I'm enjoying it yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay well maybe you guys can just tell everyone where they can find you and we'll end on that yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm um, on socials at Brooke Michio. The last name is M I C C I O. And uh, that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, and then my podcast is called Gals on the Go. Oh, and then my mom is. See, she has to even <laughs> I, say, I, to I don't say even know what socials. it is. I'm like, what are my socials? It's at Adina, A D I N A Michio, M I C C I O. All right, so I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 